<laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Happy 2022. Um, we have a few special guests today, our lender, and he's going to be able to tell us about the pre-approval process, along with a bunch of other things that are able to help you and everybody else in your community as well. So let's transfer the camera over to Ivan. Hello. Hello. Uh, my name is Ivan. I am a local uh, mortgage advisor here in Las Vegas, um, and I help individuals get into houses. I'm Sounds so excited. So fun. <laughs> He's actually really good at his job too. So oh, thank you. That was very sweet. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I want to start off with one question yeah. for you and mm -hmm. it is with credit. Mm -hmm. What is one thing that you see as a constant problem and how can they fix it? So I would say the biggest problem, uh, having to do with credit mm -hmm. is their, uh, credit utilization. So an example is somebody has a thousand dollar credit card limit that they can use on their credit card and they have it maxed out, mm. the right? That is one of the um, worst things that you can do for your credit. Yeah. Um, so in order for you to have a responsible usage, they suggest anywhere from 20 to 25% of that thousand dollars. So nothing more than that. Um, that is probably the biggest issue and that will um, alone boost your credit if you have it under that 20, 25% utilization. So no guess, more than 250 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of goes into like my next question that I was going to ask you. And that was going to be like, what are some misconceptions that people have when it comes to like, you know, regular debt or good debt and bad debt, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people think that, hey, I'm, I don't want to get into a mortgage mm -hmm. because I'm going to be in debt for all my life or whatever mm -hmm. misconception. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, great question. So <clears throat> um, I'm a huge advocate and a good and a big fan of, uh, build wealth through real estate. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, there is a car, uh, that's a thousand or $500 payment is not necessarily good debt. Um, because it's not building you wealth. It's not helping you obtain money in the long run. Yeah. Um, versus if you buy real estate, uh, you buy a house and in two years it gains, let's just say conservative 10% equity. Um, so 20% total. Um, that you can sell it and you'll have money, right? You're paying towards something and it's giving you a return. So, Definitely. um, real estate is a good debt to have car payments and credit cards. No, because they're liabilities. They don't, they don't bring you any money. Yeah. And on top of that a car, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it devalues like mm -hmm. what, like five grand, depending on the car. Yep. I know like Hondas and all those cars are really <laughs> bad as soon as you drive them off. Mm -hmm. But with the house, as soon as you get it, like your equity starts building. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're paying for something, but it's going to end up paying you in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I feel like going along with that at the same time, right? It kind of goes into the sense that sometimes in some instances, you know, you're able to get those deals where guess what? You close and you're ready into equity. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. that's kind of where you're like, wait, what a minute. I kind of walked into this house zero down because yeah. of all the programs that you guys have and everything mm -hmm. offered. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Uh, a perfect example, one of my clients, um, we just closed on his house uh, last week and the uh, the purchase price was, I believe, 500 and the appraisal came back at 530. So he already has 30,000 in equity hmm. in that property. He already walked into 530,000 30, additional equity Damn. that just like that. Just like that. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about real estate. 
that's the beautiful thing about real estate. I really like real estate because there's no cap. You can always keep growing and growing if you do it right. Yep. And when you have the advice of good people. So I strongly suggest people who are able to purchase to start young if they can, because it's just going to be like a rotating ball of money. Yep. Equity can build you another property and get you another property, another property. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, agree. I have another question for you. Yes. Um, what are tips that you have seen that help people succeed with getting just better credit, getting them better approved or anything in general? Yeah. Um, my number one uh, tip um, would be to surround yourself with professionals that actually know what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, a good real estate agent, a good loan officer, a good CPA, a good attorney, they're going to help you build wealth, right? With strategies or, or for example, you guys might have deals that aren't necessarily listed on the market yeah. and you guys can, you know, Hey, Hey client, here's a deal for you. Yeah. Uh, it's going to return this much money. If it's a four unit property, you know, you're going to get X amount of return. Um, so surround yourself with a good group of people, um, that are there to help you and, exactly. and help you grow and want to see you grow because if you grow in return, they're going to grow as well. Um, my, my dad always said, surround yourself with people that are smarter than you and more successful than you. Yeah. yeah, I guess it kind of goes into the whole thing where it says like, hey, be the dumbest one in the room yeah. at all times. Because if I you, yeah, because at the end of the day, if you feel like you're like, you know, like the top of your group chain, you're in the wrong group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're in the wrong group. Like yeah. there's no growth there. Like sure, getting your ego stroke here and there is nice, but at the same time, you're not growing. Yeah. And then right. life should be about growth in general. Mm -hmm. So I feel like with this punch being touched, right, let's get started into the home buying process itself. Mm -hmm. So how would somebody come up and, you know, not only find a good realtor, but a good lender. What are some things to look up for to be able to, you know, go to a private lender rather than a bank? Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. something that I know a lot of people have because a lot of people just want to go to the bank because it's the easiest way. But I always recommend, you know, a private lender because you have that connection. But what are your thoughts on that? So <clears throat> if you're thinking about starting the actual pre-approval process and you're brand new, um, the first thing I would do is uh, go on social media, mm -hmm. see who is creating content that you connect with and hopefully that individual that you're looking at is being themselves and you're like, okay, I like this person's uh, personality. They seem genuine. And then from there, I suggest that you go and check out their reviews, see um, what type of business they've done, if they have good reviews, if they have bad reviews, um, and then reach out to them, uh, interview them and see if you, if it's a fit for them, yeah. if it's a fit for you. Um, the pre-approval process itself, is pretty standard. We just need uh, two months bank statements, two months uh, pay stubs, uh, two years tax returns, W-2s. Um, and we just, the reason why we ask for all of these documents is because we want to make sure that we're protecting you in the long run and you can't afford that property. Yeah. Um, because without that, you don't really qualify for anything. <laughs> um, now, the difference between a traditional brick and mortar bank like a Wells Fargo, Bank of America, or Chase versus myself um, is we are not there just to uh, as another number, right? You're yeah. not, oh, this guy walked in, he wants a home loan. No, uh, our goal is so how can we how can we create a strategy where we're going to help this individual if he wants to sell the house in five years? What's the best possible strategy? Um, for them to save as much money, but still make money in the end when they sell their house. Uh, the lowest payment, the best interest rate. 
Um, so it's, it's more than just like, Hey, come in and get a home loan. It's like, no, let's, let's sit down talk about your goals. Are you going to sell in a year, two years? This is your forever house. Cause there's different strategies that we would uh, implement if it's their forever house versus, Hey, I want to sell it in two years or three years. Definitely. It's a much personal connection. And I've noticed that with people who goes to banks, the bank sees them as a number. So if they're not working out, they're like, okay, goodbye. And then with the individual people, they're like, you know what, let me find ways, let me find cracks, let me find anything that we can get you approved. And if we're not there right now, mm -hmm. then I can give you some steps to go there. And that feel like the bank has also marked a lot of people because it's given them that disillusion that they can't buy, so they yep. just give up. Mm -hmm. And with personal bankers, I've noticed that they come back and they're like, you know what, he didn't say yes, but he got me to thinking on what to do. So yep. I'm definitely encouraged, like I definitely wanna go. It's a better turnaround people just that personal connection that caring for somebody and besides we work harder for people that we genuinely get to know yep. and we like 100 i agree that's true i guess going along with that question is going to be like you know some people kind of have the misconception that you're supposed to be at a certain credit which you know there are requirements of course but i know that most private lenders if not all of them they do like plans where you're able to help out that individual client with their needs to be able to get where they want to be mm -hmm. right so I guess what I'm trying to say with you is what, what would you advise to those kind of people that are kind of like, oh, I don't know if I qualify or I don't have the down payment or my credit's not there yet or I'm going to wait. What is your thoughts as a lending process? What would you recommend for them to do? So my recommendation always to clients that are skeptical or just don't think that they're ready to buy a house or get pre-qualified for a house is it's better to know exactly where you stand right now in this moment then come six months when you think you're ready or a year when you think you're ready and you're not even ready, right? Yeah. Versus if a client comes to me right now and they think they're not ready, okay, great, let me run your credit. Let me look at your finances. Who knows, you might actually be ready right now or you might actually be able to afford a house right now. Mm -hmm. And if not, it's a, it's not a no. It's a like, hey, you're not ready right now, but hey, look, here's action plan one, two, three. And once we do all of this, you're going to be ready to buy a house in six months to a year. Sometimes it's as little as, Hey, pay this credit card and you'll get over this FICO score or Hey, save this amount of money and you'll be able to get down payment assistance. So it's about coming up with an action plan for every single client to get mm -hmm. that prepared. Not just like, Hey, no, you're not qualified. See you later. Yeah, that's kind of how like the bank would do it. Go ahead and do it. And then I feel like another important thing about, you know, our lenders is going to be the fact that, you go ahead and pick up the phone and it's not like, you know, answer machine. <laughs> yeah. We're, um, yeah, you can, I'm available. I don't want to say 24 seven, but after banking hours, after, after six o'clock, yeah, <laughs> I'm available. Quick text message, phone call. And that's what you don't get with a, um, a banking institution, right? You don't get that. Hey, <laughs> it's eight o'clock. Hey, what can I do to get my credit score up? Or, Hey, I want to fill out an application. It's like, no, it's nine o'clock. Now you can fill out your application. <laughs> that's it, a difference. I feel like that's definitely important, especially here in Vegas, right? Because <clears throat> most of the, the people here in Vegas, they work night jobs, you know, yeah, like do. either you're in swing graveyard or, you know, you're just a regular nine to five. And that's important to have that connection because banks are only open for a couple hours of the day anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll definitely recommend for everybody to just go ahead and go to a lender, especially because the comfort aspect mm -hmm. and then it's going to make the transition a lot more smoother when your realtor is able to communicate with that specific lender and the lender back to the realtor and it just makes communication a lot easier and it makes be able to get your house a lot lot smoother 100 percent, yeah yeah i 
Some we so at times we'll get clients from like the brick and mortar banks okay. uh, because one they're just not being responsive or two they're just taking too long to close the deal. Um, some banks take anywhere from thirty to sixty to ninety days depending mm-hmm. on the bank, and we can close in as little as especially credit unions. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can close in as little as fourteen days, twenty one days depending on the file. So I have a question about, and then I get these messages a lot. So most of my clients, uh, well, not most of them, but a good chunk of them, um, because I talk about a credit repair a lot, ask me questions on people who do credit report, credit repair, you mm-hmm. know, those people that do their, and I'm not trying to talk down on any businesses because if that's your flow and you can do it, then honestly, go more ahead and do it. Yeah, yeah, more power to you. But what's your perspective on the lending side? Like from what you've experienced, <clears throat> people coming to you, have they been good have they been bad or what do you recommend as a lender yeah so that's a very very good question um when i so when i see a client uh and i pull their credit and it's just like not good and there's it's not something that i can tell them hey do one two and three and you'll be able to get your credit score up um i then send them to a trusted um, credit repair company that I know um, is ethical and does a good job with clients um, and actually cares for them and, and comes up with an action plan of, hey, this is going to take you six months to a year because your credit, you know, you haven't been responsible with it. Yeah. Um, where there's, I've experienced in, in my earlier years where there are credit repair companies that are just doing it for the money. And yeah. It's like, all right, just give me a monthly fee and we'll we'll do what we can it's like no that's that's not really in the best interest of the client um so find again a credit repair company that uh, their reviews are great or that somebody else in your profession has used because i always try to recommend my clients to first sit with a lender Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it's a professional opinion Mm -hmm. and honestly in most cases it's free and i feel like when you sit with the lender just because you've experienced so many clients and you've been with so many people, you'll be able to not guide them, but be based off this, you know what, I can't do it, but I recommend it. So they have insight on what's going on because let's say they have their credit person, at least they won't go straight forward and then they'll know a little bit. So it won't really hit them as hard because some people have, I've known people who like repair their credit and it's been two years and they don't even go up to 15 points. Mm. And I'm like, uh, the excuses yeah. that they're giving you is not it because yeah. you should at least see a difference in like eight months, six yep. months. 100%. So yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, why we, I have mixed reviews with them. Yeah. We have, um, as lenders, we have the ability to run uh, simulators. So, uh, Hey, this person has a 550 FICO score. Mm-hmm. If they were to pay off, $10,000 worth of debt or pay off these accounts, their credit score will go up to this much. Um, but if if in that simulator, it's asking us to delete accounts and asking us to resolve accounts and pay off debt, that's when I say, hey, look, I don't know how to delete accounts. I don't know. How, that's not my expertise. Let me refer you to an expert mm-hmm. that actually knows how to do this and does this day in and day out, sends letters, uh, gets their attorneys involved. And that's when I think you should go with it. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like to put my little input on this too. I know, I know you kind of mentioned a little bit before, uh, where you were like, you know what? Sometimes people don't want to come to you or to us and be like, oh, you know what? I don't think I'm ready. Mm-hmm. So, how often do you get those instances where you transfer somebody over to, to credit repair? Yeah. 
Um, I would say it's probably three to four clients a week that okay. we transfer to credit repair. Um, just because when you're, when you're, it, it comes down to your time, right? And yeah. whose time is going to be better used. And it's not my profession. It's not my expertise. Like you wouldn't try to do a home loan, right? Cause it's no. not what you do. Yeah. So I send them to the trusted professional that I know that that's what they do. And I know that that's what they're doing every single day because I know they'll be taken care of. So it comes down to like, Hey, I don't have the time for this. But on top of that, I don't really know how to do this. Yeah. It's not my, my field of expertise. Right. At the end of the day, you rather stick to what you know, what you're doing than being able to, Hey, I might just ruin my reputation by doing something I'm not really qualified for. Exactly. So everybody just real estate. We try to stick to our own lanes, mm -hmm. you know, that way it just works out smoother that way. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah and then no stupid is a, um, like no question is stupid to yeah. me. Nope. So I always encourage people to like DM me and send me a question because if I don't know the answer, then I'll find somebody who knows mm -hmm. the answer. And like you said, three to four people get sent weekly. So it's very common. And I feel like people are very embarrassed of their credit, but it shouldn't be something embarrassing because they want to do something about it. Yeah. So as soon as they start speaking about it and they start asking and opening those doors, they're already trying to find a path to improve their lives. And I feel like that's nothing to be ashamed of because you're trying to do something with it and you're trying to improve it. And like you said, it's more common than what people think. So mm -hmm. maybe this will encourage more people to reach out and kind of get to the path that they need to. And also, Credit Karma gives bad scores, so <laughs> you can't really like yeah. trust Credit Karma. The Credit Karma will be like, you don't qualify, and then your lender will be like, Get actually, you do. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like you can't really trust these people. Just sit with a professional, in my opinion, and sit with a lender. Let them see what's going on. That way, one, it benefits you getting a head start. Two, you might even be qualified. Three, they do this every single day. So it's something that they will be able to give you a quick summary of for free. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of like what we touched on it, it's better to have an action plan sooner rather than later and speak to professionals so they can they can walk you through the process and, and cater a plan that's going to be specifically for you. And not just like, hey, do this, and then you'll be a homeowner. No, because every person is different. Yeah, definitely. And if you want to buy in a year, it doesn't hurt to sit down with somebody. And if the plan takes a year, well, you wanted to buy in a year anyway. So let's yeah. get you to a better credit. That way you can qualify for programs, which was going to be my question. Yeah. What are your favorite programs that you work with? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I love all uh, home loans. Um, I love VA loans because it's helping veterans. Um, and I love FHA loans because it's helping those that don't necessarily qualify to go conventional, but it still allows them to become a homeowner going FHA. And I love conventional because it's just a solid product. Um, and then we have USDA that, uh, that you can purchase in rural areas. Um, for me, it, it just, it, it depends. I don't necessarily have a favorite. Um, if you were to ask me what I do more of, I would say more conventional. Um, but that's just because of the, the, the client that comes in the door, mm -hmm. but I, I do FHA, VA, um, we do all types of home loans. We don't discriminate. Don't <laughs> <laughs> discriminate your loans. Yeah, no, <laughs> all of them. Okay. Yeah. I guess what I'm, I'm going to ask you right now, um, say for example, right? Somebody that feels like they're already ready to do mm -hmm. that step, but they're like, ah, you know what? I might wait for homes to get a little bit lower. Or for example, I'm going to wait for interest rates to drop because they drop few years before now i'm gonna wait for it to drop again mm -hmm. what is your advice on that so 
I cr- I did a video on this actually not too long ago. Um, my I'm on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> follow me. <laughs> um, my best advice is uh, not to wait to buy real estate. Instead, buy real estate and wait. Right? Because you can never time the market. If if you're trying to say, hey, the market's going to crash in a year, you might be you know shit out of luck. Sorry if I can't curse. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might be out of luck, right? Because it's so hard to time the market. If you could time the market, there would be so, so many billionaires within, within real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're ready to buy a house right now, and if you qualify for a house right now, my advice is to buy a house right now. If you are ready and if you qualify, right? If you can't, then obviously there's nothing that we can do. Um, but if you're going to try to wait for interest rates to drop, or even let's just say home prices to drop, let's just say they drop Five percent, ten percent. When the home prices drop, what's going to go up? Interest, interest rate. rates. When interest rates grow up, you're paying more for the house in the long run than you would be if you got a cheaper house. Mm-hmm. So, don't try to time the market. That's my my advice. If you if you're qualified right now and you can buy, I suggest you buy. If it's something that you want to do, obviously. Right, of course. I feel like you know that's one of the things that a lot of people are kind of like. It's mostly what if scenarios, mm-hmm. more than anything, because they're like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't want to go to a realtor because, you know, they're going to hustle me. I don't want to go to a mortgage advisor because they're going to hustle me. And it's something that you get every day, right? Like, they don't understand the fact that we're here to help you. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to walk into your dream home or your next investment, and you're going to be making money out of that for not only, like, two years, but if you keep it 15, 20, 30, it's, it's paid off. Now it's already making you money and money every month, mm-hmm. free and clear. Absolutely. So um, that's the main thing that I would want to say that real estate is definitely going to go ahead and help you, but you have to surround yourself with the people like you mentioned at the beginning, right? The right connections will be able to not only elevate you and elevate your family, but also all of us are getting elevated together yeah. and reaching that next level. Exactly. Yeah. It's very important who you surround yourself with and, try to also i also think it's very very good to try to bring other people up right like so if you see somebody that wants to grow and wants to succeed like all right let's do this together yeah this is what you're gonna have to do and but it it is attainable no hating yeah yeah Yeah. exactly i feel like that's big thing why uh you know me and cindy started this podcast too yeah because you know obviously you know we are (laughs) real estate but at the same time we want to make sure that we're going to end up bringing people in where it's not and uh, small businesses and things like that to show you and everybody else that it is possible to do it. Like whatever idea you have, like, you know, the people around you may think is dumb, but guess what? Maybe in two, three years from now, you're going to be able to see like, Oh wait, it actually worked out. Wow. Or just get up and start doing a little bit of it and surround yourself with those people. That's important part here out of this whole podcast. That's going to be the key. Yeah. Yeah. Surround yourself with good people because you want to be able to create a business or buy that home or you know whatever d- crazy dream you feel like you have you can do it you just have to start planning for it and yep. actually do it do it mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah so that's my little take on that <laughs> <laughs> that's a good take that's yeah, a really good take, take. <laughs> the company that i used to work for uh, zappos okay uh oh i love zappos <laughs> yeah zappos is awesome their story is the owners started in a garage they would buy shoes and then sell them online Nobody thought that that was going to be a thing because people wanted to try shoes on and people wanted to touch the shoe, right? So fast forward, I think it was like 15 years or 10, 10 years, 
they sold the company to Amazon for $1.3 billion. Oof. So from a garage to that, same thing with Jeff Bezos, same in a garage. Yeah. So, and they, they all had a plan, right? Hey, this is what we want to do. This is where we see ourselves. And that's why I think it's very, very important to connect yourself with good realtors, good lenders, attorneys, CPAs that have that same vision in mind. Like, hey, I want to help you grow your business to this. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, for at least for the ones of us who are doing good on this, we don't really look at it as, you know, it's a paycheck. We look at it as like we love helping people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like yep. all of us, what we do is just show up, smile, be like, try to see what we're able to do for you. And if you want to work with us and maybe we don't even want to work with you because we yeah. don't really click and that's totally fine, you know? So don't think of it as in like, you know what, we're here to be just a salesperson because we're really not. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we make that connection with you in the long run to be able to make you feel like family. And I'm sure Cindy has a bunch of stories. So this one's from her side that, you know, treat her like family and friends yeah. or whatever, things like that. Or I'm sure you do as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The other day I went to uh the lady that I first bought her house from, and she was giving me like comida and telling me all her chisme. And I was just <laughs> like, yeah, like like we became good friends. And then like, she was like, you know what? My son needs a girlfriend. And I was like, ah. You're like, oh, that's what you were trying yeah. to do. Huh? I was okay. like, yeah, me quería con She was like. You want to eat yeah, and get married like, to my son? <laughs> I was like, I can cook you yeah. comida todos los días. And I'm like, yeah, no, gracias. But, like your food is good, but not that good. Yeah, está bien rica. It was like really good but yeah. i was just like you know that's mm. the way to the heart food. yeah oh, man. <laughs> to a man's heart to a woman's yes. heart nobody's figured that out yet nah, nobody's figured heart. that out no actually honesty is a, the way to a woman's heart honesty. and good food <laughs> yeah but if you're lying to her the food will taste like crap oh, yeah. <laughs> this is true this is true yeah. so why did you guys start the podcast what, what's the whole vision of um how? I think me and Cindy, we both have a little bit different of it, but at the same time, we blend, you mm-hmm. know, we click. So let's have her do her side and then, you know, touch <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Um, I just felt like I had a lot of people asking me questions and um, th- there was this one guy that was like, you should make videos because I would definitely watch them because I watch your Instagram stories and I think they're so cool and you're just very cheerful and preppy and I sometimes just watch you for fun. And I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. So I was like, you know what? It is a common problem. Every time I've gone to a field, um, a lot of Latinos, like they don't know where to ask or where to start. So I'm like, if there was a real estate que hablaba español and speak Spanish and just, you know, gives little tips every now and then, then people won't be get messed up so much. Yeah. So, and it'll build my credibility. It just helps the community too, because a lot of the people I follow are young. So now they have, I have even got messages where they're like, you know what? I went to the dealership and I was able to fight for a car better. Or like, now I'm thinking about a house, I'm saving money. Like, so I'm like, that's so kind. That's so sweet. And so that's why I started it because yo quiero ayudar a la comunidad. Like I want to help my community a lot and just getting those little messages make me feel better. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, I guess from my point of view or, you know, my vision for it is because it's going to be like a way to inspire others more Mm -hmm. than anything. Um, you know, all of us want to have that. We started from the bottom and now look where I'm at. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to make sure you're carrying others with you. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big believer on helping others and eventually something's going to come up, you know, without expecting anything in return. So like we talked about it in the first episode, yeah. tune back in, <laughs> tune back into the first episode. Um, you know, just be able to, if we help to help one person out out of however, how many people we end up reaching, that's already a win for me. Yeah. You one know? person. Yeah. Yeah. That's a difference. Um, going along with that, 
we just clicked. Yeah, yeah, we clicked. <laughs> we, we just clicked. Like, just like we're talking to each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, as you can obviously tell, we're not really scripted. I we yeah. tried, we tried it. No, it didn't work. It was more with really the flow. For yeah, us. Nobody likes that. Hey, yeah. This, this, uh, your guys's flow and how you guys interact with one another is really, really good. Thank um, you. Scripted and being fake, and if you cuss, you cuss. If you talk Spanglish, you talk Spanglish. If <laughs> If you don't Spanglish. know, if you don't know English and you only speak Spanish, say that's, that's who you are. That's, yeah. You know, that's what it is. And a lot of the times people that are creating content, because uh, it's my background, I try to help realtors and it's very difficult. Anyways, <laughs> uh, um, a lot of the times they want to be fake. Yeah. Flashy. If you're, if you're on camera and you're like, hello, this is Ivan Simmental and I want to help you buy a house. And then you meet them. You're like, hey, what's up? I'm Ivan. And you're like, what? Like, <laughs> you sound like Gene Simmons. Yeah, like, what's that? Like, <laughs> who, like, who are you, right? Like, you know what, though? You should, you should really teach me how to do that voice because that was. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hello. Oh, I, I love voices. But it's like, you got to be yourself. You got to be your authentic self. Yeah, you do. At all times, right? No matter who you're around, no matter what you're doing, if you're on video, you got to be yourself. Because can you imagine you meet your celebrity your favorite celebrity and they're just like complete dicks to you oh my god i would hate that <laughs> right? yeah you're like oh man you're so cool in movies and when i see you in interviews but that's like the this like the, the disappointment of a lifetime because you look yeah. up to them and it's they're crappy people exactly yeah. so just Ooh. be yourself and you guys are doing great like no, thanks. <laughs> this is my oh, first time <laughs> meeting you and that's how you were when i when you walked in or when i walked in and you were you know that's who you are and i've with you a few times so mm -hmm. okay. your halloween costume was pretty cool what was the halloween yeah. costume let's yeah. talk about that for a second what was that about? it was jim carrey no yeah oh yeah the mask yeah no 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 was, no no um, he was in a tutu yeah oh, okay ace ventura okay gotcha gotcha uh, gotcha in a in a psych ward playing football i, I yeah. think i remember that one i remember yeah. for me like my favorite jim carrey movies like the mask the mask is a good one his I faces are really good yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i was like oh i want to see that one if that if it was a mask yeah no i will Anyways, guys, so this has been the Kitchen Sink for this week. Please tune back in next week to see who we have next in the chair because we really are looking forward to having more people, inspiring more of you guys, and getting you guys what you guys want to do, you know, more dreams, more goals. Stay tuned, guys. Thank you so much, Ivan, for coming in. We appreciate you so much. Yes, it's a lot of fun. <laughs>